Welcome to the College Investor Audio Show, where we talk about the biggest issues impacting millennial money, from student loan debt to side hustles to building wealth. We will show you how to get out of debt so that you can build real wealth for the future. HSA rollovers, how to do it and what to know. On today's College Investor Audio Show, thanks for being with us. It really means a lot to us. All right, so HSAs are a fantastic tax benefit for people with eligible high-deductible health plans. As you go from job to job, you can end up with HSAs littered across several different HSA providers or administrators. There is a way to clean this up and keep all these accounts and consolidate them into one account. So today we're going to explore how to do that and also when you might want to use an HSA rollover. Transfers. Let's talk about that first. So when you have multiple HSAs, paying for medical expenses can become pretty cumbersome. At some point, you end up with not enough money in one account and have to use another just to pay for one bill. A better solution is to consolidate all of these accounts into one. This allows you to then just use one debit card to pay for medical expenses. Consolidating can also cut down on administration fees. To move money from one HSA account to another, you can do a transfer. This is a direct custodian-to-custodian -custodian movement of funds, also called trustee-to-trustee. -trustee. With an HSA transfer, you don't ever come into contact with the funds while they're being transferred. That's important, since taking possession of funds can invalidate the process and trigger tax consequences. Dun, dun, dun! But to complete an HSA transfer, you must be the owner of both HSA accounts. Call up your HSA administration of the account and uh, that you want to transfer, and then just ask how to get started. Once the transfer starts, all you need to do then is hurry up and wait for it to complete. And then once it's done, you probably will need to call the HSA administrator again that you transferred funds from and ask them to close the account. An HSA transfer can be done as many times as you like. There's really no limit. These transfers will also not impact your annual HSA contributions or your income. Additionally, there's no tax reporting involved with an HSA transfer. Phew, they made it easy oh, for once. In-kind investment transfer. Let's talk about those too. Now, with this type of transfer, you're actually transferring investment holdings, like stocks, bonds, mutual funds, to another HSA account. The positions are transferred with their cost basis retained in most cases. This keeps you from having to liquidate positions just for a transfer. However, not all HSA administrators actually allow this. In that case, you will need to liquidate your holdings, and liquidations may trigger tax consequences in some states. You'll want to work with your HSA administrator and tax advisor before initiating this type of transfer. So that would bring us to HSA rollovers, which are actually different from a transfer. The most important differences are that an HSA rollover will impact your annual contributions, and you can only do one rollover per year. With an HSA rollover, your provider sends you a check, which must then deposit into your other HSA account. You have 60 days from withdrawal to deposit to complete the transaction, or I should say the process. Otherwise, you'll be taxed on the withdrawn amount and hit with a 20% penalty. Ugh! After 60 days, the withdrawn amount is considered a distribution, which is why it is taxed. 
Rollovers don't count against your annual contribution. However, they must be reported on your tax return. A rollover is a little bit riskier than a simple transfer since it is less automated and has a higher cost if you don't follow the instructions. You'll have to wait 12 months from the date of the last rollover before you can initiate another one. IRA to HSA rollover. Here's another type we got to talk about. It involves retirement accounts. You can roll over funds from your traditional IRA or Roth IRA into your HSA account. This can only be done once in a person's lifetime. An IRA to HSA rollover will impact your contributions too. Your annual HSA contribution limit will be reduced by the amount of the IRA to HSA rollover. Funds in an IRA are taxed deferred. Once they are rolled into an HSA, they become tax-free. A SEP and simple IRA can also utilize this strategy as long as the IRA is no longer considered ongoing by the IRS. Okay, so if you're going this route, you'll certainly want to work with your HSA administrator. Instead of doing an IRA to HSA rollover yourself, you might want to consider just contributing to your HSA. The contributions have tax benefits and you don't reduce your retirement account, which is money you never get back. Conclusion! Getting money into an HSA account can be done in a few ways. New money, like just you putting stuff in and a contribution. Transfer funds, no change in overall HSA funds. Rollover, no change in overall HSA funds. IRA to HSA rollover, new money. So each method is used for a specific reason, and some come with restrictions. The simplest ways to get money into an HSA account are direct contributions and, of course, transfers. Rollovers are more involved, and rules must be carefully followed to avoid taxes and penalties. I hope that was helpful today and helped you to understand HSAs, rollovers, transfers a little bit more, just to help you make the right decision for you and your family. That's what this is all about. If you have any other questions, you want to find out more about, oh my goodness, anything that has to do with finances and investing and anything else, thecollegeinvestor.com is right where you should go. Thanks again for stopping by today, and we'll talk to you again very soon.